This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? Without any further ado, Brian McClellan recently... Amidst the COVID coronavirus, he was touring, which is insane. We're going to get into that. He's in a band called and Bound. He's in a band called He Who's Ox is Gord. He's in a bunch of other things. Um, Brian, how you doing, man? How, how are you holding up? It looks like you're kind of like amidst a bunch of awesome gear here. Are you just, are you just uh, in, a, in a doom cave right now? Oh, yeah. I'm totally, uh, I'm in my doom cave. It's actually my happy place. I'm doing all right. Nice. So. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, you guys just got back from uh, a tour. You guys went to Canada. You guys went, was it full, uh, full U.S. or was it just like East Coast thing? We went and did uh, East Coast uh, down, and then we uh, took our friends Haunted Horses with us. Uh, we had put out a split last year, and we did West Coast touring last year, and we had a great time. So we said, hey, let's go do East Coast. Um, and it was our first time we kind of like, normally we just get in the van, we just yeah. jump in the van and do drive, but our time was a little bit more limited. So we tried this thing where we flew to the East coast, uh, rented a van, rented a back line, et cetera. And then we went and did like real rock uh, stars, uh, you know, trying things <laughs> <laughs> we made, I think we made like $80 okay. uh, after all the expenses, you know, but we got it done. We covered the expenses. So, but yeah, we flew over and took them with us. So we were just doing East coast. We went to Canada for two dates uh, yeah. And we got out just before the it hit the fan. Yeah. So. so where were you when it started to get really weird? Because, uh, uh, there's a person I follow. She's like a metal journalist names Kat Jones. She posted a fake picture of you guys playing in New York city. She, she said like, everyone's starting to quarantine, but this is like the soundtrack to the quarantine. When did it really start to get weird on tour? That was it. That was the night. Uh, cause we, um, Let's see. We, we did like this whole run where we flew in and then we played the shows and we were kind of ending, um, in New York at St. Vitus and yeah. then our label atomic action that put out suffrage from inbound They're based out of Providence. So it was going to be New York on the 12th and then Providence on the 13th. And that was like kind of a big homecoming our first time yeah. to like, we had tried to get out there previously. So we were like, yeah, as long as you know, we just want to get these last two days. So we drove into New York on Thursday, the 12th, and we were coming into the city at like five o'clock and we noticed that like traffic, no traffic. like traffic's like nice and light going in. We we're like, Hey, look at that. You know? 
and then all the outbound traffic was just slammed. It was like just out of here. Yeah, everyone. And we're like driving in at five o'clock and then we like turn on the radio or something and they're like, yeah, the entire city of New York has declared a state of emergency and we're like driving into town. So that was a little bit of an adventure. That was the first time where we were like, oh man, that uh, this might be getting serious, you know? So. so what was the vibe like in the, in the van right then? Um, did it really change anything or w- w- did you guys kind of panic or w- it, tell me what that moment was like? It's funny. Like everyone has like their own like reaction, you know, like yeah. every group, you know, there's, you're always going to have like a, an array of reactions for sure. And I, I'm like the guy where I'm like, it's probably fine. And yeah. like the house is on fire. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. You're like that meme with the, with the, the, uh, that little meme where everything's on fire is like, it's fine. It's totally okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. That's totally me. That's my whole disposition where I'm like, it'll, it'll be fine. And like Lisa's like reading the news. She's also helping me navigate through the city. She's usually our navigator. And then Matt, our drummer and Ra, our bass player. Yeah. And then also Colin and Mike from Haunted in the van with us, you know, and, and me and Lisa are just trying to get to the club and Matt mm-hmm. and Ra, like Matt's like, Oh man, like this could get weird. And Roz, like, also, like, it's fine, you know, but it's, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Right. And Mike, Mike from Haunted Horses has given us, like, up to the second, like, news updates. And then we all just kind of, like, process and freeze. And we're all like, yeah, let's just get to the club and we'll yeah. it out, you know? And so, it, yeah, we, we got to, we were playing St. Vitus in Brooklyn that night. And, mm-hmm. I love it. Fantastic venue. Hell yeah. But that, that was the first time where like we, we got there and everyone was just kind of like, Oh, are we going to have a shoot? And I called the promoter and they're like, yeah, totally. We're just going to proceed like normal. It's New York. Like, you know, we're not phased by much. So we were thankful for that. We showed up and, and got set up and had the sound check and everything. Um, and then, you know, we were all just like kind of bouncing around saying hi to people and just trying not to talk about it, you know? So we ended up, I think that night is when, uh, we had talked to Brian Simmons who runs atomic action yeah. um, in Providence. We had talked to him like a couple nights before, but he was giving us the update and he was saying, Hey, you know, the venue that you guys are supposed to play, uh, tomorrow night, AS two twenty, they're having an emergency meeting. They may or may not cancel the show. So like, you know, just be aware of that. Yeah. So they ended up, they had a meeting, they canceled the show for the 13th. And then we had, just one extra day to kind of run around New York. And like, we had to do this big loop, like return the gear and the van and all that. So we only missed one show. Nice. Out of 10, which was pretty good. We got through nine of them. And then yeah. we were like, we were just like sweating bullets, trying to like get all this stuff back and be prepared to be at the airport. We didn't know if they were going to shut down domestic yeah. flights. That's scary. Yeah. So lots going on. But you guys kind of, uh, like you said, you, you guys had that actually, uh, I mean, crazy that it was routed and, and ended in the perfect time because otherwise you could have just been stranded or, or all of your shows been canceled. It's nice that, you know, you, you had it like a week, the week that you did instead of the week after. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, the whole time we were just like, you know, I, like, I remember when we were like looking at the itinerary, we we're like, well, we could do this or we could do like, maybe like a week later. And <laughs> the whole time I was like, I'm so glad that we grabbed that. Like, 
window of time when we had it, you know, I felt really fortunate that we like got everything back and got out, had very minimal trouble with that. So well, I'm glad that you're safe and you're back. Um, so now that everyone's kind of on lockdown, um, and, and that being said, we can leave our houses and take a walk outside if we want, but, uh, we are pretty much, it is pretty much like a, you know, stay to yourself, stay inside, stay isolated. What have you been up to, man? Um, you know, what, what have you been filling your days with? Um, I have a lot of video games right nice. now. What's the game <laughs> of choice? Uh, currently I'm working on, uh, Sekiro, which is okay. fantastic. It's like Dark Souls. Blood nice. Blood. It's in that whole school, but it's like the, uh, the samurai version. So it's oh, a cool. brutal world of getting murdered over and over by samurai. It's very fun. <laughs> nice dude uh, i don't know anyways so a lot of video games you're holed up in the house what's the idea about uh bound right now so you guys are back from a tour uh you guys it seems to be kind of your priority these days like he who's ox is gourd i haven't seen too many shows with you guys lately but uh is that kind of your priority these days yeah is the main band um he who's ox is gourd we're not like active currently Oh. So we're taking some time. We have some, we have some, uh, recordings that are still like in flux. We're still just figuring out what to do with them, but not, it's like, we have a completely finished album. We have two music videos finished. Awesome. Um, currently what I'm up to right now, like with all this extra time is, uh, I'm working on this session. We had our tour kickoff on, uh, February 29th at Kame house, like the kickoff for that tour. Yeah. And, and that those, those guys are awesome. They record all their shows, they do video. So they did video for one of the songs for our new record. And then also they recorded it and just kind of sent us all the raw tracks from the session. So I've been going in and like learning some of the audio engineering, yeah, kind of tightening up some of the live tracks I'm working on. Um, previously we've done uh, a cassette, like a limited cassette that's called live. Yeah. Uh, and so we did live one kind of like Metallica uh, live birds, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then this one is I'm working on live too. So it's like just collected compiled live recordings from different stuff, tuning up the audio. Um, I think live too is going to be a combination of, um, uh, live at Kame house okay. from February 29th. And then also some demos from our very first recording live at black lodge from. A oh, nice dude. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the black lodge. Um, black lodge. yeah. So, uh, you mentioned that you're on Atomic Action Records. Um, are you still doing your own label? Yeah, yeah. Actually, all of these like small releases, like the live tapes, uh, the split that we did with Haunted Horses, anything that's not like a proper full length, I usually put out on my label, Void Assault Records. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. How can people find Void Assault Records? Void I'm Assault Records. Just type in Void Assault Records. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I'm like kind of bad about promoting it. Like I just do the, I put the label out, but I don't have like a website for the sure. label. Yeah. Sometimes you can find me like lurking around in like hashtags on Instagram or something. Okay. Voice okay. ball record. Yeah. Uh, I think Discogs has like some of the releases on it, but that's a good, that's a good point. I should probably put that together while we got some free time. Keep it mysterious, <laughs> Brian. Keep it mysterious. Yeah. Um, all right, so I got a couple questions for you, man. Um, what is a, a movie or a television show that you would suggest to people? Because a lot of people are holed up inside right now, kind of want to kind of fill their brain with things that aren't, you know, maybe too chaotic, want to distract themselves. What's something that you would suggest? Some media, whether it be a show or a movie. You know, uh, personally, I mean, I don't know about like, uh, I mean, my personal preferences probably don't, they fall outside of minimizing chaos. Okay. So you, you just want to jump into it all. 
Yeah, I don't know. There's something about like just a full chaotic world that like puts me completely at ease. So uh, if you want to do that, what would you suggest? I mean, for that, they just put out HLN is releasing Forensic Files 2. Uh-oh. Favorite thing. I've watched pr- probably 25 seasons of Forensic Files. I don't know. You guys have probably heard me talk about this on other shows. It's like my favorite thing in the world. People just getting murdered all the time. Yeah. But it's the science. You know, you learn about science. It's every episode. So (laughs) So you're a true crime guy. I love true crime. Yeah. True crime stuff. Definitely. And there's a whole world of of it. It just happens all the time. There are things that you would never imagine. So people get murdered for like the craziest reasons all the time. And it's real. So So uh, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the podcast, My Favorite Murder. Yes. What's your favorite murder? My favorite murder? Um, let's see. I don't know. Actually, hey, let's start, go with this one. Cause they, cause they have a side podcast where they talk about hometown murders. Uh, yeah. and now like short shout out to Georgia and Karen from my favorite murder. We can't steal their gimmick, but, uh, I just want to ask you about, about you because you're from a small town, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, know any murders from your hometown? Murders from our small town. I mean, there's stuff that happened over the years. I couldn't tell any like particular narrative. Like, um, I'm from Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, so you know too much. In a lot of ways, it's like a chill little small town, but there's also like, you know, weird like sci-fi affixments to that. People like love the Roswell crash story of like UFO crashing and, and you know there's like a ton of like weird local lore itch witch uh or like Wait, what the, was that the, I, I you glitched for a second there's a there's like a there's a local lore like in the southeast that's um the ditch witch that hmm. she comes and steals children out of the out of the ditch when they're playing if it's Ooh, like, like it, if your kids yeah. if your kids like go out and wander out with it they go wander too far from home that the witch steals them and eats them or whatever you know don't go near the ditch witch so, don't go Jesus. near the ditch man be home before sundown you don't want to get ate by la llorona that's insane yeah. so not no no killings in particular but definitely a creepy kind of vibe uh altogether uh would you say that like growing how how was growing up in roswell like how did that uh shape you were there uh, what was the music community like in, in Roswell and, and how did you kind of discover, you know, punk underground rock and roll weird music? I mean, you know, it's for a small town. Like I'd say that I actually had like a, a really like nice little gateway into it. We had a teen center in Roswell called the unity center awesome. that uh, I used to hang out at after school. You know, they had like vocational classes. We had a little skate park. Um, we like lobbied the city and like actually got some funding and built like a, a real skate park eventually. That's awesome. Uh, cause for a while, you know, it's just plywood and garbage and they're like, we need to fix something for you kids. But through going, going to the unity center, um, they would have, you know, punk shows and things like that. And I, I booked my first show at the unity center, um, at like 13 years old. So like that got me into it and just going to shows there, having all my local bands play. And then like, we learned about like, Oh, there's this band that we like, like, let's try and have them come play at this place. And we'll, we'll put our band on the bill. We'll open for them, you know? Yeah. So stuff like that, that was always like a really nice, like gateway into it. So what was like some of the coolest shows that you remember playing? Like maybe some of the, so the bigger bands or some of your favorite shows or back then. 
Oh, there was like, I mean, a lot of it was regional stuff. Like we used to get like cool, like uh, gnarly, like bands from El Paso or something would come around. We'd book this band pissing razors. Like, Oh, I remember pissing razors. Yeah. 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 Really crazy name. I remember the name more than anything actually. Cause that sounds very painful. Yeah, totally. And then there's like this, (laughs) This band from like the early mid nineties, they might even still be going on today, but this band from Las Vegas called Hemlock. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've heard, I remember the name. They were just nuts. They were like a weird, like new metal, like road show. Oh. And they would show up and just get the crowd so riled up. And they Free had this stuff. They, they taught me about merch. They had like the most insane merch. Yeah. Like all the time they had like branded everything. They had like lunch boxes and thermos, like all this crazy. So like, but we would book them. They would just be out on the road, like all the time. And they're like, Hey, do you have this date? What about this date? We're coming back. We'll be through in April. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Your hemlock's main support. Yeah. You know, we're like 14, like, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. You know, like learning about the process. So speaking of merch, I can't, uh, you know, help, but notice you have a pretty cool sweatshirt on. What is that? This uh, actually, I got this from Lisa. It's nice. funny you ask. Uh, this is a, a booking agency out of Russia. Oh wow! Called uh, Grains of Sand. She got it while she was out on the road with daughters, and I steal it all the time. <laughs> it's really cool looking. It looks kind of like a black metal thing or something, but yeah, it's really dope. Does it fit nice? Oh, it's so comfy. Okay, well, since you are, uh, you know, someone who learned about merch, so uh, I, I am a t-shirt collector. Uh, what are your favorite, or no, what are some t-shirt faux pas for people uh, that maybe are like younger, they want to start a band, they want to make some t-shirts? What are some faux pas, some things you would tell people, don't do this? Oh, that's interesting. I like Are that. you like an anti-Gildan? Um, I definitely think that if you're going to make shirts, you should buy a sample first before you order your big batch, right? Sure. I use a, I use a shirt supplier called Jiffy shirts. Okay. Uh, which is fantastic. I highly recommend them, but you can go on and kind of search through all the different kinds of shirts and order a couple. They're like three, four bucks a piece, you know? Yeah. But like find a good fit. Like we have a, we have one that's like a cotton poly blend. It's nice and soft. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of like, you should want to wear it, you know, it should be like oh, absolutely right. Um, and then I always think about, you know, like make a design that you would want to see that you would want to wear and, uh, and think about like the shirt design as in real estate. Right. Mm. So it's like grab like whatever information you want to communicate on your design, make it like eye catching, you know, try not to bury it too much, Yep. but you know, have fun with it too. It's all art. There's no wrong way to do it. Whatever you like, you know? I don't know. I, uh, I do think that there are some, some that are a little much like the t-shirts that have just like heinous, like ridiculous, uh, phrases on the back of the shirts. Those are a little played out like the uh, kind of like death core shirts that say like, I'm going to beat your f- ass or something, you know, like oh, yeah. curb stomp you, you mother f- in like huge letters. Looks like a monster yeah. energy drink shirt. Yeah. Yeah. We, when, when Ox was touring for a while, we called that the, uh, we called that the, uh, what was it? Like the, the Fresno print or something like the, <laughs> the Fresno Deathcore print where it's just like this yep. big and it's just all impact font. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We made one at that time. Cause we were like looking at that concept. We were like laughing about it. We we're like, yeah, people just put the most ridiculous phrases. Yeah. And then so we made a shirt for that tour 
after we kind of figured that out and it just said tune down turned up nice we printed that as big as it could and people loved it <laughs> I but saw I one fun. that literally it was uh this band internal affairs awesome band but they had a, a zip up hoodie and it, in two in you know how like they have the the bane hoodie with two letters over here and two letters over here but it just said yeah. U C K and you zip it up you're like wonderful <laughs> a plus um, a, a plus nice statement uh so what have been some of your favorite albums recently I know uh I don't know ha- have uh you been staying up on new stuff or is there like a constant um rotation you go through do you listen to some old stuff or what have you been listening to lately you know I was thinking about that like I have like some of my favorite records that, that I always go to you yeah. know uh but then recently you know what I've been loving like more than anything lately what's that it- just the newest Tame Impala. I'm like oh, so okay. basic for saying. I feel so basic for saying that, but that it's so good. good. Yeah, it's so good. It's so catchy. Slow Rush, Tame Impala, great nice. album. One that Lisa introduced me to. So Lisa works at Roland, Roland Cloud in downtown Seattle. That's cool. And um, they have some. They've got friends that artists that are always kind of coming by and kind of touching base. And she does artist relations. Yeah. So she'll like meet all these really cool artists and be like. Oh my God, you have got to check this guy out. Uh, Donnie Benet. Okay. Donnie Benet. Never heard of Donnie him. Donnie has an album called The Dawn that mm. is amazing. He's about to put out a new record, but he's another, he's like a Australian guy that just, he's a studio musician. Okay. That plays bass. And then uh, he sang on, the, on his last record. He did all of the vocals, all the production. But real smooth. It's like Tame Impala if you want like some fun stuff, but just a little bit more satirical, you know? Mm. Just a little bit smarmier. He's got like a skull and wears like a pink business suit all the time. He's just a total character. <laughs> Sounds like Vice Magazine. But he's so slick. Like he's smooth <laughs> as bass lines. What's his name again? Donnie Benet. I'll send you a link. Donnie Benet. All right. I will check oh, it out. Um, okay, yeah. so... Speaking of that, like favorite albums and stuff, I don't personally believe in guilty pleasures because I don't think we should really feel guilty for anything we enjoy. But, you know, we all know the term guilty pleasures, though. Like, you know, using that uh, terminology, like, do you have any, you know, guilty pleasures, things that like, you know, people might laugh at you. You said people would call you basic for liking Tame Impala. What's some, uh, you know, you're you're more like I personally I love uh, I love Madonna. You know, I do love Madonna. I love Madonna. What are some guilty oh, pleasures you are? I agree with you. I don't really believe in the guilty pleasures thing either. Yeah. That's why I always just lead with the most ridiculous one. Like, sure. Oh, this is, I, that's what I'm rocking right now. Uh, but as far as like maybe a little embarrassing, I definitely like maybe have like some static X in my playlist. Right now. <laughs> He's a loser. Yeah, dude. He's yeah, yeah I'm gonna tag Raw in that. Him and I were getting down to that on tour. That was fun. Wisconsin Death Trip. Hard. Absolutely. Rest in peace, Wayne. Miss you, baby boy. Every day. Every day. Every day. Uh all right, just a couple more questions here. Uh Brian, uh, what is your ideal trash, trash, trash food on tour or just even at home? Just like you're like, man, f- hey, I'm just gonna eat some bullshit. What is your your favorite trash food. Oh, trash food. I, fantastic question on tour. I usually try and I don't drink. So yeah. I try and go out and I eat the most ridiculous food I can get. Uh, so that's always a fun one. 
Um, this tour was all about every single day. Like we were kind of going back and forth, like we were in the U S and then Canada back in the U S. And so I was like, you know what? I'm on the East coast. I got to try it. I got to get some Duncan. Okay. You, you know, Duncan world. I know. Yeah. I'm from, yeah. New Jersey, man. Yes. You know, yeah, I know Duncan. Uh, I can't say I necessarily like Duncan's coffee. It's terrible, but the donut's right. pretty good. Yeah, so I was uh, I was spending my time on the East Coast. I was A, B, and some Duncan, and then we go over the border, and I got to check out Tim Hortons. Absolutely. You know? So I'm going back and forth. They each have – I also, like, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. So, like, they both also introduced, like, a sandwich that's, like, impossible or, like, beyond me. Okay, with, like, yeah, yeah, yeah donut buns oh my god right it's over it's garbage and i love it it's my favorite thing so uh, <laughs> that's amazing um those. last question here for you tonight um what's uh what is your ideal soundtrack to the apocalypse if this world were to end like it kind of seems to be um you know let's be uh obviously positive here but there's a lot of crazy on what's your soundtrack to the apocalypse brian soundtrack to the apocalypse that's a great question i mean my first instinct i might say uh, where is it? i got my record what's he reaching for what's he reaching for oh, the, cure. the cure yeah that's a beautiful soundtrack to the to the apocalypse that's an amazing album i might i might put that on and just wilt away oh yeah I might go with that. I also really like um, M83 Saturdays Equal Youth. That's yeah. the record. That'd be um, like um, a really uh, kind of poetic way to end the world. That would be a very, uh, that'd be like a, a really artistic film ending to the world with uh, some M83. I like that, man. I thought you were going to say like some crazy grindcore, you know, like, but no, dude, you're, you went the other way. I like it. I mean, we could. I could just put on Scum by Napalm Death. There you go. Just end it with You Suffer. Exactly. <laughs> the world ends like that. Uh, Brian McCullen, so uh, thanks for taking the time. What, where can we find your bands, and uh, what, uh, what's, what's something you're looking forward to uh, in the next couple weeks? Because I know we're all going to be kind of holed up. What's something you're looking forward to, and when's uh, the next uh, record coming out? That's what we're working on. Um, Everybody, feel free to come check out our new website, official.com. Official. Uh, we're also on Instagram, official on Instagram as well. Um, we have, like I said, a finished album. It's called Love is Alive, Filth is Eternal. Uh, we awesome. have all of that all set up. We're just uh, working out the pressing details with our label right now. And so I don't have an exact date, but that's going to be coming very soon. Very cool. Uh, and then also live too on Void Assault Records. <laughs> nice, dude. And, uh, you know, aside from the band, what's something you're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? Oh, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to um, uh, going back to work, going to see some friends. Yeah. You know, I miss some of my coworkers. I think everyone's doing okay. Um, we got, once we sort of like get past the shelter in place, we're going to start setting up some events possibly again for the venue. Oh, there's going to be concerts again in the world. Oh, wow. I heard, I heard there might be. So do you think we're all going to have PTSD and not want to be next to each other? Yeah. I don't know. That's going to be a very interesting, like warming back up to society yeah. period. Right. 
Like who? Like are you gonna go to like a death metal show? Are kids gonna be moshing again, or are they gonna be like have like bubbles? Be, be like bubble mosh, get like protective saw, suits to to, to a stage dive. I saw a meme that was like flaming lips 2006, and it's like Wayne in the bubble on the crowd. <laughs> he was ahead of all of us. Flaming lips like 2021, and the whole crowd is in a bubble and like. <laughs> <Wayne's> just, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely, man. Yeah. So we'll get some more shows on the books, uh, over at the lodge and I'm looking forward to that. Like yeah. we've always had great crowds, good, just friends having fun. Uh, some of the hardcore shows recently, like regional justice center and like great video, band. video prick and like yep. I saw all these bands are just kids are moving, you know? So I don't doubt that that energy is there. Like I know that's going to be there. I like it, man. Right on Brian. Any last words before I let you go? Hey, uh, take care of each other. Just be safe. Stay well, everyone. We'll see you very soon. Wash your hands, Brian. Wash your hands. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, bro. Night, Kev. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.